I'm Scott Lakeman, getting through this in Manhattan. And I'm Tom Saunders in a different part of Manhattan where the pandemic light at the end of the tunnel is almost bright enough to read by. Yet, we're still wearing masks. Many restaurants and shops have yet to reopen. But the big question in New York and other travel destinations around the world is the tourists. In 2019, New York City was visited by 66 million tourists. By 2020, the number nosedived to 22.9 million, but they're starting to return. I noticed some of the double-decker buses going down Fifth Avenue look pretty full. And we, at Getting Through This, love tourists. We love being tourists. We often walk down the streets of our own neighborhood imagining ourselves as tourists. It's more than a vacation thing. It's a personal philosophy of life. Yes, we are big proponents of being a tourist in your own city. And frankly, why would you not want to act like a tourist? Experts in the field of speculative health actually say that tourists are happier and live longer lives. <laughs> that's a, well, Scotty, that's, that's enough for me. We love the places where tourists love to congregate, too. We even purchase touristic gewgaws, such as small models of the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty. I have a special shelf in my house where I display my touristy models of famous structures. The only thing I will not do, though, Scotty, that tourists do, is I will not wear shorts. I just think I don't look good in them. Well, I respect that choice, Tommy. I used to not wear shorts, especially in Midtown, but I have uh, begun to do that as I walk the streets, thrilling to the historic and magnificent architecture that never gets old. The fun, delicious restaurants that we ate at the other night, the world-class museums, so much more. There's so much to be excited about. I think we should all be tourists all the time. After all, calling yourself a tourist is so much better and feels better than just saying, I'm a longtime resident. Yeah, you're right. I, 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 to, to have to admit that I'm a long-term resident or a, or a native New Yorker, poor you, you have to say that you're a native New Yorker. Uh, 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 but um, uh, to be, a, <laughs> we've flipped it on, it, on, on, on its uh, head, really, the whole tourist native uh, uh, um, ideal that's always been su supposedly better not to be a tourist. Oh, yeah. well, no, for years it was, uh, you know, scorned and all oh, the tourists are here and oh, Times Square, you can't move here, come the tourists. And New York wasn't always that way. I think maybe in the, probably in the 90s even it began, uh, or even closer, uh, late 90s, when it became this big tourist thing and it was a whole, but, uh, but we were coming back almost full circle and saying, no, tourists are wonderful. Not only the tourists themselves, but we should become them, as we say, being a tourist in our own city. Yeah, where we take on the, the attitude of gawking at, at uh what at at the the architecture and the and and the the um, splendors of the of the great metropolitan uh, landscape and i was thinking about uh um i love to gawk at at, at attractions i wonder should gawking be encouraged in, in a tourist destination oh should we post signs please gawk well uh, yeah there should be more positive signs i still see the sign post no bills on construction sites. I saw it yesterday and sort of, it's an odd case of bad grammar. Now I know they want to keep the word short, but how about don't post bills? But you know, I've always puzzled at that, the, by the, the post no bills sign. Uh, um, 
and, and it's it it actually goes back to like uh, probably a hundred years ago because I remember looking at being in Libertyville, Illinois, a thousand miles away from New York, but seeing these uh, uh, cartoons where where somebody has put a post no bill, and I've always thought that uh, on on some. A dopey um, fence that you wouldn't necessarily post bills on anyway. And what is a bill even? The, and what the, is a bill? It's yeah. it's some ancient. I mean, it's it's a very old legal term, and I think it means um, signage uh, of some sort. But that's not what we call. We don't call signs bills. No. We, we might. It, it, what if somebody posted a dollar bill? Would that be? posting a bill and would that violate the terms of the signage that says post no bills yeah uh, 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 that's why I think um, I mean I, uh, just getting back to our sort of tourist uh, uh, philosophy a lot sometimes that could be very confusing to people from other countries because it's confusing to us we don't know what post yeah bills and they're are. telling you post no bills is not even grammatically correct and then yeah people might think uh, should we be putting our bills? Do we have to change our money? Would they accept foreign bills? So it, it's something that should go or be challenged, and it's only on construction sites. So, but definitely, Tommy, getting back to your gawking, yes, gawking is good. Gawking is, I mean, it's, it's. Uh, I don't know why, you know, New York, you know, the savvy New York, oh, I don't stop and look at buildings. That's for tourists. Well, you're missing out on a lot. We stop and gawk all the time. I walk we on the same streets every day, uh, and I still gawk because they yes. get old you know and so. that's key i mean uh, uh sometimes i mean when you start out you, you you don't know how to gawk you just look at things and it takes a while to develop the ability to really gawk uh because i mean you could glance up at something that's not gawking that's no. not gawking you have to stop in your tracks and stare with wide-eyed wonder for at least 40 seconds i think before it really becomes gawking is that is, I think for I think 30 to 40. Yeah, that's been the international uh, parameters. But uh, I love wide eyed wonder. I think that says a lot about who we are in general. But, you know, Tommy, I, I remember there was a time years ago where if I was walking near the Grand Empire State Building or other skyscrapers, it wouldn't be cool to sort of stop and look up. But why not? Go, I'm not going to look up. That's what tourists do. Well, why? It's amazing. I was it's, at the World Trade Center for the first time in two years, and I looked up at the Freedom Tower. Why wouldn't I? And and, and, and nobody said, hey, you must be a tourist. Ha <laughs> ha. No, nobody yeah. did that, right? No, just, no. Yeah, uh, see, that's what I'm saying. You, it, it, All you need to do is that first gawk. Once you do that first gawk where you look up at, at, at a building in your own city, you know, it, it, it's, it's easier. It gets easier each time you gawk. Oh, yeah. It really does, Scotty. Yeah. And, and um, but, but. Uh, well, then, of course, if you. Yeah. And then you because you miss out on so much. If you're one of these snarky kind of. Yeah, I don't look up at the big buildings. What are you seeing then? You're seeing nothing, really. So I think, yeah, you got to get over that hump and start looking and stand there. And even if somebody and it's rare, it's unlikely, says, where are you visiting from? You, you just come right back with them. I live here. Yes. <laughs> That'll set. That That's straight. right. That's right. I, I, and I, uh, uh, where, uh, where do you live, buddy? You know, yeah. throw it right back at, at that. Because very often the, the, the person who's mocking you for gawking doesn't even live in New York. They, they come from New Jersey. A lot of times. A lot yeah. of times that's yeah. what happens, Scotty. But uh, there was the first movie I ever saw in my life was a movie called, uh, called Funny Face. It starred oh. um, Audrey Hepburn and, and uh, Fred Astaire. And uh, in it, the, the, this magazine, they work for a fashion magazine. They all go to Paris. 
And the first thing they, uh, and, and they all say they're not going to do anything touristy, like go to the Eiffel Tower. Who would do that? Because even in 1956, when the movie was made, it was uh, considered touristy to go to Paris and then go on the Eiffel Tower. And of course, in, 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 inevitably, they all wind up in the Eiffel Tower. Oh, and a so great number, they all do. And these are like very savvy, you know, hip they're kind of fashion people. And, and but... the idea that you would go, oh, I, I must never. And, and, and then you hear people about like, uh, they talk about ah, Smith and Walensky Steakhouse. That's strictly for the tourists. You got to go to that one in Brooklyn. Uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Peter Luger. Peter Luger's. You know, uh, what, well, what, you know what, if, what if you uh, only have a credit card? You, they only take cash at Peter Luger's. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 a lot of things are missed out because people say that's strictly for the tourists. Well, we say bring it on. If it's strictly for the tourists, count us in. We want a, we want in on this. Yeah, the same how tourists will just have no standards, and they're all these rubes from the hinterlands who one wouldn't want a good meal. It's 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 a very biased thing in general, and not and, mm -hmm. and never true. And again, tourists bring such life. And the main thing is, as you said, their attitude. They're happy. There's no yeah. bored, grumpy tourists. They're just happy. But you occasionally have a kid who's not that adjusted and his family issues, but that would manifest itself even if they were. Yeah, they may be a little tired and harried, but a little bit, yeah. their eyes are wide with wonder and they're happy to be at their destination, which is in this case, New York, which we live in. But it's true. And we've done this, Scotty. I, uh, you and I have put this in practice. We're not just advocates of the touristic philosophy where you're a tourist in your own home. We've strolled down the streets and gazed down side streets and tried to imagine them in, in smaller cities and how like the 20, 22nd Street would be the biggest, biggest by far part of Boise, Idaho. It would be the, just one yeah. street. That's, that's tourist uh, brains at work. Uh, we, uh, we actually, I mean, that's a level of tourism that many tourists don't imagine, can't achieve. And that's imagining what it would be like to have the Eiffel Tower in your hometown. Yeah, that's a yeah, type well, of imaginative tourism that's, that's beyond what, what, and we don't say, oh, you're a bad tourist if you don't do everything the way we do it. You know, we're not, no, we're not no, no. criticizing we, tourists. No. For, no, as long as you act like a tourist in some way. And all, yeah, as you say, Irving Place, where we're the co-self-appointed you know, co unelected mayors of Irving Place. Uh, again, yeah. that one few block stretch uh, would be the most, if it was in a town, it would be written up in every newspaper and feature. Everybody would be going there and incredible. Oh, I'm telling you, it, it would be the main, the, the big main drag of Boise, Idaho. Yeah, it'd, it'd be, be amazing. And yet it's one, five blocks. Yeah, and it's the infinitesimal percentage of what uh, New York City is. Uh, oh, so infinitesimal, it's, Scotty. Infinitesimal. Of Manhattan, and, even. And, and then Manhattan is uh, uh, five uh, boroughs. Uh, so it's, it's incredible. But think about it. Six Manhattan is uh, New York is a is a city of about eight million people. Sixty six million people visit the city. That's that. Yeah. It, it, it just it boggles the mind. Now, when your mind is boggled, is that a is that a good thing for the brain or or bad thing? Um, uh, uh, well, the game boggle. I don't know. I haven't played it in many years. I know. Um, I don't and, know, boggle. And, and, and I don't think it's, it's more of like, because it can be positive. It boggles the mind in a, in yeah. a happy way. So that's not it, a drag. It's not like it's right. That's, the so mind. I shouldn't be worried if my mind gets boggled once. No, no, it's a game. Yeah, it it's boggles. Good. I think it's excited. It's, wow. Yeah. But, but uh, because that's the only thing. It's like sometimes I think, you know, because we don't like picking the brain or picking a person's brain or wrapping your brain around it. 
But when your brain gets boggled, that's okay. I'm going to say yes. I think it's like the brain is dancing in a good way, not in a way to move things around that could create havoc. So I, oh, I think God. I'm going to go with the positive interpretation of boggling because, again, it boggles the mind. Not it boggles the mind how negative and bad. It's like, look, man on the moon. Wow, that boggles the mind. Or even yeah. it boggles your imagination. I think it's sometimes used in that sense because uh, what is imagination if not the mind? So, so, so true, Scotty. Well, I, I mean, I, uh, I, I'm wondering, like, uh, sort of one of the, the other things about, uh, t- I mean, this whole kind of idea, this whole philosophy of being a tourist through life, where you're constantly, where every, everywhere you look, you, you look with, with excitement. Everything you listen to, you're, you're hopeful. And it involves a good breakfast because you, th- when you're on vacation, you, as a tourist, you tend to eat more like bigger breakfasts at home. When I'm not a tourist and I'm not following this philosophy, I just have yogurt. I have a half a yogurt and have a half an Atkins bar and I have a, a mug of coffee. Right. No, that's I'm what I do. When I'm at home, I'm, yeah. They've got, well, in the old days too, and hopefully we'll come back to the, you know, complimentary buffet. Yes. And, and, in Europe. And, yeah. And, and, I would have a, they have meats and cheeses, and I've never had that normally. But and, and omelets, omelets, yeah. and and scrambles and pancakes and special cuts of bacon. I when I was on my uh, my uh, and I was a tourist in throughout the United States, literally driving from city to city as a tourist. I, I never ate. Uh, 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 I almost never ate yogurt for breakfast. It was always big, expansive, touristy breakfasts with with uh, pancakes always involved yeah. pancakes and bacon oh yeah and yeah. maybe and, uh, that... yeah well you were on the road you needed the energy but it is true but it actually it would make sense for our life because the reason why you do have the eggs and the pan you want to have enough energy to make it through your touristic day so we should really adopt some of that now i know some people will be writing in well i don't want to put on 100 pounds you can still do it in a way that's helpful and, and not well, how, how how though that's my question that was really where i was headed for this yeah is it uh, if I if you eat pancakes every single day, and I did literally, I think I ate pancakes for sixteen days in a row, well, and um, I, I, and and uh, and my mind was boggled just now too. Yeah, yeah. So those well, are two health issues that that uh, I'm I'm a little. You know, uh, uh, I'm I'm encouraged that you say, and, you, and again, you're a, this is speculative medicine on your part, but you're saying eh, it's okay to have 16 days of pancakes. Um, well, I know, didn't know really. 17 that, would probably be pushing it, right? Uh, yeah. Well, also, I hearing that I'm almost jealous because I love pancakes, and I I never I don't know how to make them at home, so it would only involve going out to a place. But look, you can do it in moderation, and also you could get the silver dollar pancakes. Right. Still but that's the thing. Moderation. But it's small. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to. In some places, you can get the silver dollar, or you get the single pancake, the kids' meal. Yeah. And and, and I mean, that's the dream. It's just one pancake and, and and omelet, and you have the joy of a complete and really two breakfasts. Because some people just have an omelet, or some people just have a pancake. No, I I think when I'm a tourist, I want to have I, 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 this a, a, a delightful. A um, big breakfast that somebody else makes that I could, myself could not make. I exactly. And hopefully, preferably, 
uh, especially when it comes to pancakes, nothing. And I had a great breakfast in the lake, uh, the great uh, Lakeshore East district of Chicago off Michigan Avenue, a great place. And I love when the blueberries and or bananas are in the pancakes, not just oh, applied on top. Right, and, and this right, place, Tommy, right. was a moment I'll never forget. I love Chicago anyway. We love that. But yeah. the waitress said, well, you get the pancakes. Uh, uh, I guess blueberry. Well, you know, you could have blueberry and bananas in different ones and See, inside. Now- and it was like a world opened up to me that didn't <laughs> existed. One day I get some have blueberries, some have bananas, and, and not extra, no extra charges. Yeah, whatever you want. And that was yeah, a great oh moment for me. Now, that's a waitress who should win the Nobel Prize for waiting. Oh, exactly. Because, and, and the fact that there's no Nobel Prize for, for waiting or waitering is obviously wrong. But uh, the, because, but the idea that the, 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 she opened up, we, we can call, still call her a waitress, right? Is it, it's okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, especially uh, in Chicago, she, that's what she would say. Your waitress will be by in a minute. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. In Chicago, they call them waitresses. The, uh, but she opened up a new, like, you, you know, why not? Why limit yourself? And this is what, uh, this is really the, the, um, the ideal uh, philosophy for the tourist is the unlimited potential. You don't, you're, you're not just going to uh, visit the, the uh, Statue of Liberty. You're going to see the World Trade Center and, and the, the Empire State. You try to do everything. You're packing everything in. Why not have bananas and blueberries in your pancakes? It's, yeah. it's a, it, no, nothing is too much when you're a tourist. But that's one of the, that's one of the things about being a, a, a tourist who, uh, of your own city. You don't feel under pressure to see everything within a limited period of time. No, that's the beauty of it. You could do one day. Like, you know, I walk. I'm a neighbor. I could see. I don't have to. I'm going to walk around the entire city. No, I, I do Fifth Avenue for 20, 30, blah. I'll go in the park. But it's always there. And again, it never is like, I did that. Or see, the non-tourists. And we know people like this who don't have our view of life of, being the tourist view will say oh yeah i already went to the park i did that once when you went to see yeah. the park, I, I went there once yeah yeah I did that. <laughs> you know or i was on there, 79th and 5th once yeah i saw that building yeah i saw it been there done that is yeah probably the worst cliche and by the way you don't hear that as much anymore but there was I would say been central park been there done that you're so right scotty you yeah. can't just been there to central park it's like Saying, oh, yeah, I, I watched TV once, you know, yeah. saw it once. I've already seen TV. Well, what did you What did you watch? Uh, Meet the Press in 1954. Been I saw there, it. done that. Yeah, been there, it. done that. Yeah, checked you it know, off my list. So, by the way, that is a tourist philosophy. You know, there's good ways of doing tourism tourism in bad ways and one of the things tourists do is they want to see famous things that's a problem because uh in an art museum because that means everybody crowds into the mona lisa room right we saw that at at moma when people taking pictures uh, of uh and they now they pose in front of the picture which is a little uh, disconcerting to get a selfie Uh, or van gogh's uh the what's what starry night uh that one is right always, uh, right uh, it becomes yeah the famous picture is the uh, uh, the room crowded with tourists because they want to take pictures next to some famous thing and and there's something to that they want it's it, it, there was a uh, a writer um many years ago who uh wrote um an intellectual in the 1960s who wrote about the pseudo experience and he declared all of those experiences as not really being 
actual experiences in a fun in, in, in an actual way but but you're, you're taking a selfie of yourself next to the starry night painting is a pseudo experience you 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 it's like, and they've been doing it for years. He, uh, people always would have pictures taken themselves next to the Grand Canyon, right? Yeah. Or on Hollywood's, uh, uh, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. And, um, and see, I was there. I, I was at this place. And, and, and that is a tourist trophy. You cannot deny it. It's maybe not our style, though, Scotty. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't agree with his pseudo experience. I mean, what's pseudo about? First of all, it's saying, I want to go to MoMA. I want to see these paintings. So what if you throw in a picture? Yes, these days you need proof. People like to, you know, you can't just say, oh, I went to MoMA. It's great. Like, well, where's the picture of you? <laughs> where's the painting? So you do it for the, that, yeah. you know. Yeah, you don't. It doesn't you, take away from, you know, it doesn't make it worse. Like, well, what you did was great. It was a great experience. But now you took it all away because you took a picture. So that's it, right. No, no, no. You're, you're right, Scotty. I mean, I, I agree uh, uh, that. All experiences are experiences, and the fact that that and getting your picture taken—it's not necessarily what what art historians pretend is the real thing. Like oh, the whole, art is so bogus, and it's really all uh, so much about what's famous and what isn't, what sold for eighty million dollars, and as opposed to what's trash in in some uh, art by the by the yard store in a, in a shopping center. But tourists, what tourists get is that it doesn't matter. It's just fun. And, and, and checking off the list, that's part of the game. Now, yeah. in our case, we've taken tourism to another level. Um, I mean, there's no, you know, uh, not, not to say that, it, that we don't have, well, we'll, I'll, we'll take selfies in front of extremely obscure places. Yeah, yeah. Or, because, yeah, and paintings no one's ever heard. Or at museums, we went to the Poster House Museum, which was lovely, a small museum, which even nobody's ever even heard of the poster. May museum. not know about. I hadn't heard about it, and that was lovely. But the beauty of the time now, we talked about earlier on about yes, there are less tourists at the moment because the international tourists haven't arrived, more domestic. Right. But let's relish that because now when we do go to museums, it isn't uh, mob. So that's a plus positive, just like yesterday we talked about side streets in upper manhattan upper east side aren't clogged with cars so you can walk even when it says don't walk unless of course there's young children on the corner and you want to set a good example that's right but that's right. uh so i i think uh, it's it's so people bemoaning the lack of tourists i mean it will change but for now let's go to museums even more because uh uh, uh you know but uh but still but people have will bemoan the lack of tourists you know, a, a, a few years ago, we're bemoaning the, the, the many, the overwhelming number of tourists crowding them off. You know, they're, they're bemoaners. They're always going to bemoan something. Yeah. And there is a trend in Europe that, you know, with cruise ships, there's certain areas that apparently have been overrun by tourists, you know, Venice and Florence and uh, Dubrovnik, places like that. So, you know, I, I think you could regulate it, but still we want tourists and we want everywhere. We, we, we love it. And, and uh, I, it's so interesting. New York in particular Right now, you're right, Scotty, that the overseas tourists are still overseas. Nobody's really traveling internationally yet. Not real, not yeah. in the great numbers, the droves that, that yeah. used to fill, and fill up the sidewalks. But I do re recall, really before the pandemic, that the, uh, Amer uh, New York's tourism just grew and grew and grew from the 1970s. So that literally there was almost no block on in, New in Manhattan going all the way down to the battery, all these obscure parts I used to walk and the streets would be empty. No, they were all filled with tourists walking hither and yon, taking pictures. And you know what? I love it. I love it. I live near the Flatiron Building. It's now become one of the iconic buildings in New York. It didn't used to be 
viewed that way by the general public. Now it is. And so you get people coming down to, to um, Madison Square Park, taking pictures of the Flatiron Building. I always get a sense of pride. Think about it, Scotty. Every time I see a tourist taking a picture of the Flatiron Building, because I live a, a block away, I get a sense, a burst of pride. Well, because that's your neighborhood. And, and I feel the same way living just a few blocks from the Grand Museums, uh, uh, the Jewish Museum, the, the uh, uh, Guggenheim, the, uh, you know. All and the, the greatest uh, of all, the Met. The, well, the Met, of course. And, and even the Museum of the City of New York and, and all this, the Grand 92nd Street. You're Street in the museum yeah. uh, realm, Scotty. It's, yeah. It's, it's truly the, the pride you must feel, yeah. the lumps in your throat. And I and we say hasten to say good lumps in yeah. your throat that 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 must formulate uh, it. it, it um, uh, is it is it possible? That, I know maybe I'm overthinking this and over worrying. Like if there's so many tourists taking pictures, let's just go back to my example down here in in. Uh, uh, you know, down here at the Flatiron Building, there's so many people taking pictures of it, and I feel pride every time. Will that make me sort of overly proud? I mean, is there a danger of becoming kind of arrogant, like, oh, I'm so, I'm the proudest person, I'll bust my buttons. Is there, is no. there can you be too proud? Uh, I don't think it'll be too proud of just things like that. I think, and, and, and again, you know, you don't say oh, it's all because of me. Like, but know. I mean, physically there's no, it's not like- No, you're not gonna mind. bust. I, I, that, yeah. that, that, that no button busting. is a bad thing. Yeah, right? no, no worry about, I would only be concerned about your buttons busting and that's not gonna happen. So that you could be relaxed about that. But the same way for me, when I see a line to get into the Met, I don't make it all about me. That's the difference. I don't oh. say they're only at the Met because I live 15 blocks away. That's interesting. Yeah. So you, you, you're more of a humble person. You say, look, it's the Met. That's the Met. The Met is good. The people that built the Met, they yeah, really it's, work hard. It's near where I live. Not you. You didn't not the only the reason why they're going. Yeah, you're right, like, Scotty. Yeah. You know? So that's how I would look at it. And uh, yeah. by the way, Tommy, you said something I didn't want to. I want to go back to you said that the, the tourists haven't yet come in droves. And my question is, we hear that expression a lot, droves. Yeah. Again, what is that? I don't what know. is a drove? Like how many tourists? Uh, uh, and it was a drove originally a, a, a vehicle that, that perhaps uh, uh, went over the ocean and then could go up. Maybe it's amphibious and had wheels and you could go up on the land and it would pull people, just droves and droves of, of people. I mean, I'm just trying, it, again, this is... Yeah. Experimental etymology. I was just told by one of our producers uh, yesterday that uh, I, w when I say entomology yesterday, I, I think I said this on yesterday's podcast. I uh, uh, that was mistaken. Uh, I was talking about verbal, you know, looking at the the origin of words, uh, which we do a lot on this uh, yeah. podcast. Speculative, but it's speculative etymology, not entomology. That's another thing. It's hey, that, entomology study insect. of. Which we can so, speculate about too. We're not. We're not it's an incredible though. About Think about people learning English again. That's one of those difficult things. You could be so close and yeah. say, "Yes, <laughs> what do you study? Et etymology." But you meant entomology, and I mean, you basically would think it's the same word. That's how I feel sometimes when I'm speaking from another country, and I think yeah. I'm saying the exact word. And like, like I remember, there's a town in Belgium. Oh yes, is that anywhere near Bruges? Uh, I've never heard of that. And they go, "Do you mean Bruges?" And they say the same exact thing. I, I, I think I just said that, but no, 
So it's those uh, are the sticklers. Those are people who are not good with tourists. And this is very important, Scotty, because I, I have a couple of brothers who are like that uh, in my own families, a couple of siblings who who uh, uh, will pretend to not understand you unless you pronounce something or say something yeah. exactly the way they believe it's supposed to be said. That is uh, th- that Bruges person should not be speaking to tourists. But and in fact, I was just. If somebody comes from another country and says, I am actually uh, uh, interested in uh, etymology, and it turns out they're really interested in uh, insects, I'm not going to laugh at them and say, you, you, you foreigner, you, it's etymology, not entomology. You know, uh, that's because I, I am a a pro-tourist person. I will never. uh, blow up, you know, just become furious of someone. No, no. Well, it says a lot about world. you and who what we are. We love the yeah. tours, and that comes through. And we'll put them. We'll be more likely to put our arm around their shoulder and going, "No, no, uh, sir, uh, <laughs> I make the same mistake." But immediately, you bond. That's the yes. Key. Immediately, I go. I, I love how you did mistake. that. Scott. You say, "I you get say, it." Yeah. yeah, I make the same mistake. Etymology, entomology, no problem. Let's. Let's go take go down to the battery and 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 uh, and look at the, the 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 new fountains they have down there. Yeah, yeah. So, you make like a that. so basically, you turn the topic to a, to the next great. First of all, I love what you did because and everybody can learn from this. Okay, so the foreigner says entomology when he means etymology. You don't go. You're totally and you don't know what you're talking about either, sir. So just shut up. Like you you didn't yeah. say that. You didn't say no. that. You said, you know what? I make the same mistake too. Now that's perfect because now, now you have extended your, you've humbled yourself. You put yourself in in that person's shoes and put him in your shoes. Normally, well, yes, in- exactly. Well, what that is, Tommy, is beyond just that interaction with the tourists. As as you know, we're buying and and you know not pushing too hard, but for the Nobel Peace Prize, that's an example of peace because if only warring nations could act. That way, you could certainly, like in Kashmir with India and Pakistan, just basically what they're saying is, oh, you said etymology, I'm going to go to war now. That's what they do. Instead of saying, oh, did you maybe mean etymology? Uh, well, yeah, I did. Okay, let's talk about it. Let's I have a beer or whatever the too. beverage is. Let's go look at, at, at the Taj Mahal. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, in other words, what you're saying is we've stumbled on the solution to to wars and the, and the the way to bring about world peace. Exactly. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, to say we stumbled on it is I'm joking. Obviously, this all this moment le- uh, was the result of many, many, many years of preparation. Well, I would say actually seeing... maybe walking purposefully. Yeah, we walked purposefully. Yeah, because into... stumble is like, hey, you're drinking, you're wild. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. No, that's demeaning, and, and that's yeah. not what happened. You heard it. Everybody heard it. We just came up with a solution uh, of, of war and international conflict. It's all about uh, tourism and treating tourists with uh, uh, complete respect. I, 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 now, I, I hasten to say I don't think we should bow down to tourists and, and grovel at their feet. No, 
no, no, no. Grovelly for no, no. And again, sadly, there might be one or two aren't, you know, aren't the greatest people. We're not saying everyone is, but let's embrace the tourist philosophy. And And maybe there's some tourists, here's an interesting point, Tommy, who don't embrace being a tourist. That's a whole other podcast. They're here or where they're there, but they don't want to be a tourist. And I know people like that, that even, you know, when you go to another country, don't just talk about things you could talk about everywhere else. Like if you're, when I'm in, in, in Prague, I'm looking at buildings, I don't want to really talk about the Mets last season. At that oh, moment. my gosh. Uh, they're, 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 these are bad tourists, Scotty. And, and by the way, I, I, I just want to point out in your, your uh, speculative uh, statistics that you say there's maybe one or two bad tourists. Think about it. Out of 66 million tourists, only one or two, that's yeah. a pretty good record. Scotty. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's one or two out of 66 million. That's unheard of. Well, that'd so be great for a billboard. That's a yeah, too. You, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be for our pro tourist campaign. Uh, Sixty-six million tourists, one or two bad ones. You know, that's, <laughs> and then you put now and then, and those one or two could be rehabilitated. I'm not saying just lock them up and throw away the key. Which, by the way, I don't think you'd ever <laughs> want to throw away the key because what if you want to use the cell again? Yeah. You know who are bad tourists are Princeton professors, and I learned this from my brother because they would come out and visit my brother in L.A. And we would go around various places, usually because they were architecture professors. Yeah. And they would look at, you know, various, but they would always talk about something else. Just like you said, Scotty, yeah. just like you said, they would always they would talk about some other more wonderful thing that they saw years ago on some other tour. So they were always bragging. Princeton professors are terrible tourists, <laughs> bad tourists, terrible. Yeah. Then another one, one of them, uh, we'll call him Billy. He is a professor. He was a professor of architecture. He would everything was the ugliest thing he ever saw. It was like, mm. isn't that the ugliest thing you ever saw? Terrible attitude. Yeah, not no, everything it, can possibly be the ugliest thing you ever saw. That's no, that's, no, it's just not helpful. And and I would also and, say and it's not possible. How could no? Any, it's not ever, possible. How could and there be many ugliest things you've ever saw. And it becomes one, boring after a while. It doesn't show any sense of appreciation. And uh, also, right, I was, so I was, Princeton I was, professors yeah. really should not travel. It's just not. Uh, it's it's not a good idea. Unless they could again be rehabilitated. It's not a good idea for the people who they're visiting too. We that, well, so yeah, I, yeah, I, and, uh, I would put that out there. I would just posit that as as a little addendum. Yes, we welcome all tourists. Maybe not so uh, excited about Princeton professors, but then they're over in New Jersey anyway. They're not really. Yeah. You know, so gonna... and also, I would say I don't want to rule out any small talk on a trip, especially when you're having those pancakes and hot cakes and eggs at the diner booth but in general when you're looking at things just focus on that and not just sort of these extraneous uh, uh things and i think most tourists do that and that's what we do we uh, you know just love it and, and again i'm just looking forward to again every day you look forward to it because you're tour- you're always looking forward on it what are we going to see today yeah. yeah and that's exactly the view it. of vacation no one ever goes how many more days of vacation no no one ever says that so by as we wind down you and I becoming tourists in our own city, every day is a vacation day that we look forward to. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how to, how, how to add to that or even subtract from that, Scotty. So on that note, I'm going to say I'm just, I'm just going to stay Tom Saunders from now on. And I remain sincerely your Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this.